Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. We are broadcasting on a cold, blustery night in the middle of winter in sunny Hamtramck, Michigan. Uh, but we have fought the elements and we are here to bring all our listening audience some serious f- podcast fire to warm themselves on. Unless you're in Argentina, in which case uh, it's too hot. It's too hot for Argentina. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's this what this podcast is. It's too hot for Argentina. That's what they uh, that's what the graffiti upon the walls. I'm mm-hmm. joined here today with none other than fan favorite Ian Dixon. Fan favorite Ian Dixon. Fan favorite for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, am Scott Krause. Scott Krause. From Scott <laughs> <laughs> That's a little much, but <laughs> how you doing, Ian? You feeling good? Feeling better after that uh, that introduction, yeah. Right? It's not a bad intro for you, <laughs> you know. I was like sitting around yesterday, you know, uh, like Julio was out doing something or something, and there was no like concerts to go to. I didn't really want to leave my house, mm-hmm. but I've been working all day, and I didn't want to do anything. And then I just kind of remembered, you know what? It's been a while since I've fooled around with sound effects. It's been at least like a week. <laughs> so I got on my computer and I got myself uh, my loops out and I was like, let's make some stingers for everybody. Mm-hmm. And those were the, that's what I came up with. Did you like your style? I try to make it like metal. It's uh. It's a little sexual. It's got. Is that like a cockwa going on? It is a little. <laughs> it's a little. I mean, you know, you are kind of what brings the ladies <laughs> to the pod. Uh, I always get, always get the fan mail and the email bag. That's like way too explicit. Yeah. To state on this podcast, we're a family oriented podcast. I'm a married man, and you're a married man, so I don't, I don't pass that along to you. Bronwyn's <laughs> my friend. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to solicit. Any uh, extramarital affairs for, mm-hmm. the, for this? I don't want to ruin things, but yeah, no, that's uh, I designed that with a AI, one mm-hmm. of those AI voice models, yeah, and that is Ariana Grande just talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently she just um, she just has that effect mm-hmm. upon her voice. I was like referring more to the guitar tone, even. Oh, it's really? Got, like, got like a the guitar tone sexy. Let's take a listen. Yeah, it kind of does. It's got like those those slow notes being dragged down. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's like ooh, it's like a groaning guitar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was appropriate for you though. Like I'm not mad at it. You know, like you keep saying that you're the super ego of the podcast as of like four years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> keep saying it. <laughs> you keep saying it. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> But I think you've uh, shown that uh, you're the testosterone, you're the sexuality, mm. right? You're you're both sides of the sexuality. It's like sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're bringing all that that energy, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what we're here to do, right? We're trying to help people be entertained throughout the winter, the cold yeah. winter. We're finally back on like a, a regular schedule. Uh, after a long, long hiatus, uh, mm-hmm. like from like the summer <laughs> through <laughs> yeah. the winter, halfway through the winter, 
Do you feel good about being back on a regular kind of schedule? Yeah, it's nice to have that rhythm. Yeah, something to look forward to. Mm. I feel like I've been in sort of a funk uh, just kind of personally, so it's hard to like bring the energy. But uh, I don't know. We'll see how today goes. Yeah, you've pre-gamed. I've, I've tried, <laughs> yeah. You had a big week, at least... Um Looking at the news, you you told me a little bit about how we're all going to die, <laughs> right? So what's what's the reason we're going to die today? Um, well, I mean it's a it's a what's the word? It's like a perfect storm of factors, you know. Uh, but our our doomsday clock that someone keeps and decides that like we're on the brink of extinction, uh, mm-hmm. and you know. However many minutes to midnight, midnight is like, whoop, it's time. Say goodbye. Uh, and we're we're at 90 seconds now. 90 seconds to midnight. Minute and a half. So it's the closest we've ever been. Okay. Since it went to 100 seconds, which was the closest we've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wow, that's a 10 second jump. Is 10 that, seconds, yeah. Like, they're not even going that granular with it. Um, did it was it just adjusted today, like uh, from 100 It was to adjusted 90? like this week, yeah. Okay. They're just going by tens. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to keep some hope alive, I, I, think. Guess, I guess. So what's the what's the what's the big threat today? Is it it's not the plague uh, anymore? I mean, well, it's the plague's not gone. Right. It's uh improved, but there's also a lot of like, you know, global strife. A little uh, strife with the uh, the wars slash conflicts going on and um some pretty uh rough economic times for a lot of folks very true very true eggs are like uh kill a man for an egg i'd kill a man for an egg right now. <laughs> man i love eggs like that's the thing i eat for breakfast is yeah. i make some eggs and now it's now it's gotten to the point where uh like I feel you gotta like sell organs to get your breakfast. Yeah, I'm trying to keep those organs nice and healthy, but it's like a tra- it's like that um, story where a, a husband bought his uh, wife a, a brush for her long hair, mm-hmm. uh, and he had to sell his watch, and she bought him a gold chain for his watch by uh, selling her long hair to a wig maker. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like that, but between me and eggs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Here's my resolution mm-hmm. with this information. I'm going to keep potting. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how bad it gets out there. As long as there's still internet, as long as I still have microphones, I'm going to be publishing podcasts until the day humanity is extinguished. Mm-hmm. And probably even a little bit more than that if I bank enough episodes. Yeah. So you have that promise scott castigators ian you're you're with me on this ride as long as we're both able-bodied individuals that's been our pledge from the days of the underground right we never we never really talk about that but maybe because we're keeping it close to the vest because Mm -hmm. we're we're noticing that not there's not a lot of room it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek joke and now it's like oh (laughs) (laughs) maybe we should start digging Mm mm-hmm we need to make an underground civilization. I, I do own land now. Right? That, that was the big, that actually was the big <laughs> problem we had, is we have nowhere to dig. Right. You know, but you've got mineral rights. Uh, probably, I don't know. you got digging rights, I'm sure. 
Like they say, if you own property, that technically the space above and below you own. So mm-hmm. when a when a plane flies over your house, mm-hmm. in a weird legal sense, you could sue them for trespassing, yeah, or charge them. But but you know you'll never win. But in a legal sense, it's they're technically trespassing when right. they fly over you. Technically, they're, I could shoot them down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you should, as long as you're shooting directly up. <laughs> and uh, you, you can get that kind of uh, range out of your out of your armaments. Mm-hmm. You should. I, I think that <laughs> all the property-owning Scott Castigators, I want you to give that a shot this weekend. <laughs> Sometime this week, uh, look up, wait until something's directly above you, just take it out. So uh, there's the first tip. So, like, if you don't think we're talking about technology on this on this podcast, well, guess what? We are. Technology. Hell yeah. Yeah. Listener shout-outs. we got to get listener shout-outs out the way. Let's do it. Remember um, last week I told you about how uh, I have a cousin who's also got the podcasting bug. Yeah. Um, he's a very polite man. I got to see him this week. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, he gave the most polite description of Scott Cast I've ever heard in my life. So he listened. He must have listened. And <laughs> Wow. But like, I would have never been able to come up with this description if, if I had a million years. Mm-hmm. This, is what he, this is what he said. Um, he said, oh, okay. So here, let me get this straight. You have a co-host... And you enjoy a few drinks, and as the show goes on, the topics get more diverse. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. <laughs> yes, that is what the show is. Um, that's exactly what the show is, mm-hmm. you know. And I've tried a million different ways to figure out a figure out a concise uh, manner mm-hmm. to describe our show so that I may get more listeners, you know, if we can entice them with a quick little elevator pitch. And I gotta say, I'm probably going to put that in my arsenal, you know? Yeah. Cause it's way better than saying like, eh, we talk about the end of the world a lot and stuff <laughs> and white claw game, you know, white claw game. Yeah. We talk about white claw game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're trying to make a zombies movie. No, not like that with bees, you know, <laughs> It's kind of difficult to just come up with a nice, easy description. So I'd like to thank mm-hmm. you, Joe, if you're still listening, if we haven't offended your sensibilities. I appreciate that description a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, similarly, I got to see David over the week. Mm. Uh, I stayed at it over at his house. I think it was uh, Wednesday night. And I got to call him out again. He hasn't been listening to the pod. Mm. You know why? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say something, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> do you have a guess? Decided against yeah. conjecturing. Okay. Well, I bet what he was doing um, is worse than your conjecture. So, uh, apparently, Sneaky D has been getting too invested in um, prompting artificial intelligence to mm. listen to Scott Cast. He says he keeps listening to... Um, shows that are talking about how to handle the artificial intelligence how to make it do things mm-hmm. uh, and specifically like he pulled up his discord you know he was going a mile a minute 
telling me about it. He pulled up his Discord and like he was showing me like the ways he has to craft a prompt. He says because mm-hmm. you have to craft a prompt for it to give you what you want. Right. And <laughs> what he was doing was he had this anime chick and he was trying to get her boobs just right. <laughs> I think the reason that the doomsday clock went up <laughs> is because it's David. It's David. <laughs> All that brain power is going just the wrong direction for us to solve our problems. <laughs> People just aren't having kids anymore. They're just trying to get animu, anime babes to get their boobs just right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Relying on computers. Yeah. Apparently the difficulty is like these ai mechanisms really don't want you to be focusing on boobs so much (laughs) so they got like human limits that are like oh you mentioned boobs no oh you mentioned Mm -hmm. cleavage no apparently the hack is to be like uh make it seem as if it is christina hendrix Mm -hmm. make a christina hendrix like anime babe (laughs) (laughs) and then then the boobs come out yeah so like he has to find like the phrases that have not been blocked in order to make his anime lady have the boobs. Right. So he's doing that instead of listening to Scott Cass. <laughs> well, he didn't even get my shout out last week. Mm-hmm. He didn't even get the entire, like, pseudo intellectualism. Vamp. Yeah. What's like an anti shout out? He, he gets a shame this week. He gets a shame out. <laughs> <laughs> Joe? You're you're on the rise. Your stock is up. <laughs> David, your stock is down. <laughs> Sneaky D, you don't even get one of one of these like sweet like You don't even get one of those things, dude. <laughs> Not until you get back into the fold. And I'll know because uh you'll you'll text me probably being like, Why'd you have to tell everyone that I was crafting boobs on <laughs> AI? This is why. This is why, because you're not listening. <laughs> I could say whatever I want about people who don't listen. (laughs) But for now, let's talk a little bit about personal growth. Personal growth. Let's do that. I've been trying to, like, like learn a lot lately. Yeah? Because I got till April Mm -hmm. again to learn Spanish again. (laughs) (laughs) Some more. You're partway there. Yeah, I'm further now than I was before. Yeah. For sure. But, um... This time, instead of one tutor, I'm having three tutors a week, and I'm trying to study every day, mm-hmm. and on Thursdays, I'm like, all Spanish. Nice. The whole day is Spanish. I'm Spanish. My cat's Spanish. We should pot on Thursdays. We should. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send out an Argentinian version of Scott Cass on Thursdays. <laughs> It'll just be you talking to me and being like, uh, see? See? Quizás? So I've been trying to learn a lot about Spanish, and I got all this, all, all this work towards it. But like, that's not the only thing I'm doing. I feel like I might be overloading because mm-hmm. I'm also trying to work out a lot, mm-hmm. trying to work out every day. I'm trying not to drink so much. You know, I'm like, uh, it turns out I can't do push-ups. Yeah. You know, I try to do push-ups, and like, and like this whole time I've been trying to do push-ups, but every time I do push-ups, and like. I put it in a real routine where it's like I'm doing 10 push-ups for three sets or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I find I'm like just like eh, giving up at like two. You're not supposed to be doing Two sets that. or two push-ups? Two push-ups. <laughs> right? Okay. Like, I'm not a big man. Yeah. You know, apparently when you're doing a push-up at like uh, 
the standard way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the equivalent of pushing 60, 70% of your body weight. Okay. You know, because, you know, your feet are on the ground, right? Right. And for me, that's like 80 pounds, 90 pounds, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, what if I'm in a situation, Ian, where I need to push something mm-hmm. with a little bit more force? What if there's a man? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. yeah. That's not a boy. <laughs> 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 what am I going to do to push him away? <laughs> I don't know. How often have you been in that situation? All it takes is once. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never been in that situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now that it's out there in the in the wide public world of Scott Cass, that, that I can't... You know, if, if you were having an altercation with a larger-than-average boy... <laughs> Government, police, I do not have altercations with boys, nor interaction with boys. You don't have to push. If they're, like, coming at you, use their momentum and just, like, kind of sidestep. You think you think I got that kind of agility? I got weak ankles, man. I think that's more effective if, if you found yourself in that situation, which you, to this point, have not. So I should be doing karate instead. Yeah. Instead of push-ups. I found path of least resistance. Like right now, like the push-ups I'm doing is like I'm just I'm just like on a wall and I'm just I'm just like (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like slamming my head into the wall over and over again. That's like ten percent of your body weight, they say. (laughs) Fifteen pounds. But I don't know. I don't know I don't know if I could do taekwondo. You know, I've got Mm. weak ankles. If you're gonna come at me and you really wanted to beat me up and you're let's say you are yeah. 80 pounds, go for my ankles. Mm. That's like the easiest way to get me. It's the weakest part of my body. I'm like Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> Pseudo-intellectualism. Like Achilles, but also not strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Achilles, but useless also. <laughs> I have all his weaknesses and none of his strengths. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. I have to figure out. I have to figure out clever ways to to win fights. Like, yeah. I think, like, I'll always have like a in my pocket like use some sand. Your, your sharp wit. I use my sharp just wit. Damn with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just mock these people who are already enraged with me and bigger than me. <laughs> I'll hurt their feelings. How's that? But no, that's good that you're uh, taking all these steps to better yourself. Mm-hmm. Personal growth. Personal growth. And they say that uh, if you use, if you, if you use, do your, um, do the exercise, right? Mm-hmm. And you're doing like the strength building exercises, like the push-ups and the, and the squats and the planks. Yeah. And the dumbbell rows and, and, and the, and the Cheeto curls. Mm-hmm. If you do all that, then uh, your body produces more testosterone mm-hmm. and you get more hair on your chest and your <laughs> voice gets deeper cool which is what i'm doing because i'm intimidated by joe wilmot Mm. my cousin yeah his voice is way too deep like when he was being polite telling me what scott cast was i was like yeah it is (laughs) 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 i can't handle that i need to find a way to change my body and morph into this this creature that could uh that could defeat the heavy set man that could pod 
like Joe Wilmot pods. Mm-hmm. I need to completely transform. Now that I found love and someone who accepts me for who I am, it's time to transform. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to change <laughs> for equilibrium's sake, man. Yeah, but I'm also learning how to cook. Well, that's good. I got this book called um, "Salt, Acid, Fat, and Heat," or "Salt, Fat, Acid, and Heat." Have you heard of it? Yes. Oh, okay. Have you read it? No. Well, I have read only the salt chapter, which means Solid. this week I've been oversalting everything. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly. It's blowing my mind. Salt uh, it brings out other flavors that you wouldn't otherwise taste, yeah. That's what I learned. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought salt tasted like salt. Well, it does, but if you put it on other stuff, that stuff tastes more like that stuff. That's weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an immediately apparent thing, mm-hmm. but I've been trying it out, and like, like today... um. I can never eat, like, a can of beans. Yeah. Like, it used to be when I was trying to eat rice and beans just to keep, like, cheap right. and vegetarian. Mm. I would make a can of beans, and, like, that can of beans would last me for days. Because I just couldn't choke it down. Yeah. But I made a can of beans today. I rinsed it out, and I put it in fresh water, and then, like, just douse the water with salt. Mm-hmm. They say that, like, in the book, it's like, you want it to be, like, ocean water mm-hmm. when you're boiling something. Yeah. I'm like, wow, really? Okay. Shit. Not, like, really like ocean water, but, like, that's imagine you drank it, you'd be like, it's ocean-y. Yeah. And I did that, and I, I demolished that can of beans, man. Mm-hmm. I got all my fiber in, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> And I've never done that before in my life. Mm-hmm. Not once. I brined a bit of I brined a bit of chicken. Mm-hmm. Man alive, that chicken tasted good. Yeah. And I didn't do anything else. I have never eaten salt before in my life, which I think is probably why my blood results were so good <laughs> <laughs> at the doctors. And now I probably should go get that checked again after this week. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, doesn't the salt do the thing with the blood? I mean, it can. Um, it's been a long time since I took anatomy, but uh, David could probably tell you a lot about the. There's like a sodium potassium pump that makes your muscles move. Okay. And it's like uh, works on you know ions. There's like a buildup of sodium on one side and potassium on the other, and it's like uh, the movement of ions right creates uh, electricity, which moves your muscles. Okay, David, uh, so, if you haven't yeah, slammed that the was phone. A, that was a horrible explanation of that, so David, correct me. Yeah, um, if he hasn't slammed the phone down after the AI boob revelation, <laughs> please uh, help us with anatomy and protect my heart. <laughs> but if that stuff gets you know out of whack, uh, stuff doesn't work how it's supposed to. That makes sense. Well, that just means I should probably eat more potassium. Now that I'm yes. also eating a bunch That's why of salt. You, if you get like muscle cramps, it's usually you're you're usually getting enough sodium <laughs> because oh, okay. of how we make food these days. Okay. Um, so like eat a banana and you probably your cramps will lessen. I haven't been getting any cramps and I have been exercising. That's good. Which means I've I don't know where I'm getting this potassium. But also like hydration is important. So water. I do drink a lot of water. Yeah. I like to drink water. Good. Yeah. Water is good for you. It is. I also like to put water in things, like mm-hmm. coffee and 
dove. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, oh, damn. Check this out. Food and drink. Yes. Right? As we keep going with... Doubled up. Yeah, we doubled up on that one. As we keep going on this podcasting journey where we're trying to deliver complete podcasts Mm -hmm. every week for our podcast audience with the hopes of eventually charging them all for access because they need us. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're going to get more and more um, natural with the 10 stingers. Yeah. You know, I should probably start a podcast where I tell everyone how to live. Am I an influencer or not? (laughs) Speaking of influencers, guess what, dude? Pop culture. Our tickets for Astronomicon 6 are press passes. Yes. Confirmed. Nice. But we only got two. Okay. So, take take with that what you will. Um, it is for the whole weekend, though. Okay. So, we can go down there. We can interview whoever we want. I have to apparently keep in contact with them to get the interview slots so we don't have any guaranteed mm-hmm. uh, meetups yet. Yeah. But, of course, we can go down there and, and just, like, ambush people. Nice. Why not? we got press passes. Should we get, like, little hats? Maybe. Little hats that with a little card that says press? Did you wear one? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you want to wear one? You could put your, you could you, you're gonna stick with the lanyard. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm gonna do it, but like I'll put my card in my hat. Yeah, right. Because I because like an old timey newspaper man. Like an old timey newspaper man. Yeah. Because we're the press now. <laughs> <laughs> As a member of the press, do you have an agenda? Not yet. I mean, probably when we get there, I'll have a plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I'll probably think to have a <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what, is, what do you think? If you can come up, if you had to come up with an agenda now, gun to your head. Mm-hmm. Someone has a gun to your head. What's your agenda at Astronomicon 6? What would be the, like, what's the scoop you need? I'm going to try to get Kevin Smith to endorse zombies. Yeah? To give us, like, a, uh, a good, like front of the vhs box quote or uh you know a, a resounding that's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> from the man who made tusk <laughs> yeah that's the credit we give him <laughs> I, I'm, I'm i'm actually for that because um i asked julia if she knew who kevin smith was mm-hmm. and she was like i'm not too sure and, and uh and i was like don't you know clerks or something like that and she was like oh i don't know clerks but um Later, later on, it like it struck me. Wait a minute! When we first started talking, we we talked about Tusk. Mm. So she knows Tusk. Okay, nice. <laughs> she doesn't know Clerk. So Tusk has that has that real appeal. Yeah. So I think for zombies mm-hmm. from the creator of Tusk, Kevin Smith. Why not? Yeah. That like that's his quote. Why I mean, not? For people who are gonna actually enjoy zombies. You want people who also enjoy Tusk. If you like Tusk, you'll like this. Yeah. If you like Clerks, I don't know. Would you like that? You uh, might be one of those art snobs. Yeah. Like a Gen X art snob. Do we mm-hmm. really want to be dragging those assholes into the fold? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but that's a good agenda. Yeah. You know, and if we don't get Kevin Smith, we can get like Ming Chen to do it. Mm-hmm. From the guy who used to be employed by Kevin Smith. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we could do that. Oh, 
Um, here's a scoop. Here's a scoop. If you listen to Scott Cast, uh, Ming Chen, like he's he's talked about how he vomited in front of Campo Tower, right? Yeah. Uh, he said when he comes to Astronomicon Six, you're going to be able to find him uh, one of those nights at least mm-hmm. at Whiskey in the Jar. Nice. Down right here in Ham, sunny Ham Tramic itself. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe what we can do is do an ambush, bring a bring a bring a microphone, wait until he's rosy red drunk, <laughs> <laughs> and, and get some serious clippage. Yeah, you know that's my agenda. I want to get Ming Chen drunk, okay, or just be around him when he's inevitably going to be drunk. Yeah, <laughs> like no need, no no need to get him drunk. <laughs> He'll do it on his own. <laughs> but get around that and then get some inside scoops. Get like, how do I, that's that's going to be the strategy for us to getting into the Kevin Smith inner circle because yeah. Kevin Smith's going to be there for one day. Mm-hmm. And when I emailed the parson about getting some interview slots, mm-hmm. they were like, look, we got limited press passes this year. You know, we're going, we're going to give you two. Because you've done this before. I'm like, yes. But um, as far as scheduling interviews and stuff like that's concerned, like, oof, it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to do some of these interviews. Yeah. And Kevin Smith's the, he's the big get. Yeah. Right? So we're going to need, we're, we're one step in, but mm-hmm. we're on the road. Yeah. We're going to need a plan to get into Kevin Smith's inner circle. Well, uh, Doug Bradley's going to be there too, right? Who's Doug Bradley? Oh, he's Hellraiser. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we can get Doug Bradley, I'd be into that. Okay. <laughs> you know, I bet we could. I bet we could. Do you think he's harder to get to than Kevin Smith? No, not for this. Yeah, because he'll be there all weekend. Because this is like the clerk's lineup. This is like what's drawing people in. Right. I feel like Doug Bradley. There's not a lot of really like horror people there. I mean, he's like the the icon of the ones that are there. Yeah. Um, but he's the get. It seems like the draw is uh, the Viewisk universe. Yeah, it is like the entire Viewisk universe. But that's a, that's a good strategy though, because mm-hmm. the way I see it is, no matter what we get, we should go there and we should film the shit out of it. We should get as many interviews as possible. If there's a giant wrestler that like shows up behind us when we say we're looking for celebrities, we should talk to him. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know what I would ask him, but yeah, we should. Well, just ask just him how for his the day fuck is. of it. Yeah. What you eat for lunch? Looks like you eat a lot for lunch. <laughs> <clears throat> Stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's the kind of thing that we gotta be doing. And Julia wants us to do this because she was saying mm-hmm. In Argentina, that like you know what we should do for Scottcast, and it's kind of like not really our thing. Yeah. But this this could be like an entrance into it that we should be having more guests on and stuff like that. Right. You know, I mean, come on, this it's a vanity project, Scottcast. It's yeah. me and my buddy, and, and we're we're hanging out, we're getting a little drunk, we're getting a little buzzed on the caffeine, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and we're just hanging out, and that's what this is. Yeah. But at the same time, it's such a good fucking show. It deserves more listeners. It, like if we if we were communicating to the masses, three hundred million people a show, like uh, we would basically be gods in this earth. We would shine upon the world. 
like uh, like uh, Quetzalcoatl, the Aztec god, right? With the, with the feathers, yeah. And we would be able to command them to our whim, and that's the only way. Only way we're building an underground city. You understand my logic here? I suppose, yeah. We need. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't finish that one. <laughs> I'm trying not to edit these podcasts so much. So. <laughs> We're going to make a fortune with this place. That's right. Um, but speaking of, speaking of capitalizing on our fame, mm-hmm. uh, we got, I got a, something similar to close enough to. Big news. Nice. News. So we mentioned that we're making a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shared with Ian uh, the current plot outline uh, as it is being developed, and uh, you'd say it was it's it's on it's on the road. It's yeah. on the road. Yeah, I like it. You like it so far, so that's good. It's farther than it's been before. Character development was not uh, my forte, so I like what what's happening. Yeah, we've still got the beats with the gore. Exactly. I'm giving you plenty of opportunities to look at. Someone's going to have to die here. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> lots of opportunities for for practical effects and, and deaths. Yes. Exactly. So basically the way we've kind of divvied up uh, the work here is I'm trying to figure out the script and the plot. And Ian's going to be figuring out the practical effects, the soundtrack. He's going to do the more aesthetic things, the deaths, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, f- what I'm doing is I'm building out a script, and at a certain points in the script, I'm like, this person has to die, this person has to die, this kind of person has to die, because it's going to affect the way the main characters go about, you know, moving along the story. Right. And... I'm not specifying how they die. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Ian's job. Ian's the guy who knows who played Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the guy that that has that creativity. If it was just me, I'd be like, oh, he got stung in the face by a bee. <laughs> and this bee was on fire when he did it. Like, that's the limit of my creativity when mm-hmm. it comes to bee-inspired death. But Ian... I mean, you've already come up with like seven or eight different ways for people to just die. Yeah. You know, without any concerns for like <laughs> who those people are or <laughs> anything like that. So we're well on development. Mm-hmm. And since it's such a gory movie, I, I was doing some uh, research on, on gory movies and how like some gory movies succeed in the marketplace and some don't. Mm-hmm. And I told you about this a little earlier, but I want to bring it up in the cast because I feel like now's the time to recruit people. Yeah. While while we're laying low, mm-hmm. uh, before we get the big Kev Smith endorsement. <laughs> but I noticed that uh, a lot of these movies have a little something in common, and uh, I'm gonna list a bunch of movies for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I'm done, I want you to tell me what all these movies had in common. Terrifier, Terrifier 2, Titan, Raw, Goodnight Mommy, 
Antichrist, Irreversible, The Blair Witch Project, VHS, The Saw Franchise, The Perfection, The Exorcist, 127 Hours, The Walk, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. What do all of those films have in common? You went through those real fast. Um, they all have a lot of blood. A lot of blood. Are they all independent films? Mm, I want to say so. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe, but like, I mean, not the thing. You stumped me. I'll tell you. Every single one of those movies at the premiere had people vomiting and fainting in the aisles. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, that is a headline that grabs attention. Reservoir Dogs? Apparently, the torture scene. Okay. It got people. (laughs) And, like, that's what I'm thinking, too. It's like with a lot of these movies. It's like, uh, have you you seen some of those movies? Have you ever vomited in front of a movie? I've seen uh, most of those. I have not... Ever vomited? Not even a little bit. Watching a movie. Not even like in your mouth a little bit. No. Put it back. Drink some water. Not even a little. Not even like a little acid reflux. I mean, maybe, but not related to what was going on in the movie. So here's the deal. I think because every time someone vomits at a movie, it gets Mm -hmm. huge press. Yeah. That all of this vomiting Mm -hmm. is staged. Mm -hmm. It's all staged vomiting. Yeah. And if they're going to stage vomiting... Why can't we stage vomiting? I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. So right now, this is the official call to the Scott Cast audience. We need people to step up and come to the premiere loaded with pasta. <laughs> <laughs> and at certain points in the movie, we'll we'll have a, like a little. You can wear a little smartwatch and we'll buzz you. Mm-hmm. At a certain point in the movie, we want it to be. We wanted to hit the news. So we'll buzz you. And at that precise moment, we want you to go to the aisle and purge. (laughs) (laughs) Purge to your heart's content. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vomit. Like, wail in agony. Completely ruin the premiere for everybody. (laughs) Uh, Do it next to the people in the press. They're going to have a hat on with the card. <laughs> It'll be easy to find them. Uh, and 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 just do it. Because that's I think that's what we're going to need. Yeah. And, like, come on. A lot of those movies. Our, our press passes are just going to be hats with cards. We won't do the lanyard thing. Of course. Yeah. Everyone gets a, like, a nice hat. <laughs> a nice 1930s fedora or something. Yeah. What, a derby hat? They're like, I'm not going to wear this. You're not getting in, bitch. Not getting in, bitch. I'm sorry, bitch, but you got to look like a 1930s reporter. You got to look like you've got to send some wires tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, Don't challenge me. I've been doing push-ups. That's right. (laughs) You look 80 pounds. I can take you. (laughs) Um, and by the, by the time we do this premiere, I'm going to be like Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I'm going to be like seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be walking in with a, with a casket and that casket's full of press passes <laughs> and dump them on a bunch of people with podcasts and stuff like that. It's going to be fucking sweet. That's right. So, uh, email in, go to the scottcast.com and email in. We got an email bag. It's for him right there. I'm thinking I need to redesign the scottcast.com. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just as a web design guy, mm. I, I I don't like the site anymore. Like, I kind of liked it when it was simple, but, mm. you know, it's kind of, eh. mm. is, is there anything that you think I should put on the site that, like, that would ex- you think would excite the Scott Cast audience? Like, should I have a blog with, like, a running stream of consciousness? Like, a, like thousands of words published a day of just, like, just, <laughs> like, my, like, just state of mind? Uh, it's constantly streaming. I don't know. Maybe we should uh, solicit some email bags and get suggestions. Yeah. What do you want to see on the Scottcast website? Because our store is also shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have anything good. Maybe we can. Maybe we can make some bonus pods and people can buy a pod or two. Yeah. You know, we'll do a pod. Uh, we'll do all our holiday pods, bonus pod style. Mm. You know, or maybe we'll like. Make make a pack of ten pods. Call it the emergency pods. You know, so like when people really want Scott Cast, mm-hmm. but they haven't. Uh, but we haven't been publishing in a while. Such as when you're out of the country for a couple months, right? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <clears throat> they can like fuck it. I'm gonna rip into the emergency pods. Well, like it's five yeah. bucks, ten episodes. Hey, you know, go in there and download your to your heart's content. Right? Mm-hmm. 10 hours of entertainment for five bucks ain't bad. That's pretty good. Right? And uh, that's it'll... each of us getting like 12 and a half cents. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not if it's just me and you doing it. And I'll be in Argentina, so that money will go far. I guess I'll be buying an egg, but <laughs> but uh, it'll be good. So, yeah, email bag in if you think you got a kind of thing you want to see on the website. You know, I'm going to try to come up with a nice flashy design and and some good content for it. Maybe we'll maybe we'll post some animations or something like that. Yeah, you know. So there's that. Let's see. Does that is that one of our is that one of our things? Um, I guess it's entrepreneurship. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. So yeah, let's uh, let's do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a little surprise for you, Ian. Okay. You you want to take a like a take a little break? Just listen to something good. I've got something for you. Okay. Sports. <laughs> Sounds like it's part of the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, have you heard uh, the rumors about Tom Brady? Um, I saw something. Someone speculating that he might come to Detroit. That's exactly what I was going to bring up, man. Yeah. Uh, how do you, what's your, what's your opinion on that? I think that's unlikely. And I don't know that I'd want that at this point in his career. You don't even want it? He's better than Goff. I mean, <laughs> is he? I don't know. He didn't look great well, in the playoffs. He was depressed. Yeah. His wife's being a karate instructor. Right. So, like, what? whatever. I don't know. He's, he's done what he was going to do in the league. Like, obviously he's the goat, but uh, he's like forty-five, like forty-six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it's time to hang it up. I don't know. I, uh, like, Goff's not like elite, but he's he's reliable and consistent, and did what he needed to do. Like, our offense was pretty solid the second half of the season. Goff is a Super Bowl champion as well. You know, that, that's that's a reasonable assessment. Mm-hmm. And ever since this news hit, like 
I just knew. I just knew that everybody in Detroit had an opinion yeah. about Tom Brady, right, coming to Detroit. Everyone had an opinion. And I did some searching around. And you know who had an opinion? Marshall and Hank. <laughs> of course. One is king of hip-hop. The other is king of the hill. Together, they're roommates. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of Marshall and Hank. On today's episode, we find our heroes at the diner discussing the prospect of Tom Brady joining the Detroit Lions. Yo, Hank Hill, you hear about Tom Brady? Dude just got divorced and lost in the playoffs, but he's still the GOAT. Greatest of all time, my man. You bet your bottom dollar, boys. I ain't impressed. He's washed up. And he kissed his kids in public. That's just weird. <laughs> you just don't understand, my man. I got some inside knowledge that he gonna be joining the Lions next season. I ain't buying it. The Lions ain't never gonna win with him. He's a kid kisser. Can I get you gentlemen some more coffee? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, ma'am. Not a problem. Man, I love coffee at night. Smoking it loud is the shit. Don't you know? Dumb motherfuckers. Look, Hank Hill, we can agree to disagree. But the Lions got a shot with Brady. And maybe I can finally win a bet this year. I'm flat broke, yo. I lost all my rapping money on FanDuel. Maybe, <laughs> but I ain't putting my money on no kid kisser. Speaking of money, you have any fast stacks of cash for some pies? I want to fuck up some pies. I was hoping you could spot me for some pie. Sure, no problem, Hank Hill. Fucking up a pie is always worth it. Thank you, Marshall. <laughs> Will Tom Brady win for the Lions so Marshall can get back his fortune? Will Hank Hill ever forgive a public kid kisser? <laughs> Stay tuned for these answers and more on the next episode of Marshall and Hank. Only on Scott Cass. Ah, I love Marshall and Hank so much. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I have more fun making than Marshall and Hank. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he's a Tom Brady is a public kid kisser, so yeah. I don't know if we really want that in Detroit. Yeah, and uh, I don't think we're looking to put up a bunch of money for someone that old. I think I think he I think he would do it for free. You think he would? I think he'd just do it for free. I mean, if we could take him for free, like why not? That'd be sweet. That'd yeah. be awesome if like Tom Brady just shows up for free, <laughs> <laughs> plays for the Lions just to fuck around for a few years. Why yeah. not? Do it. You know. Um, so there's that, there's that, but, uh, you know, that's not the only thing Marshall and Hank did this week. Really? <laughs> yeah. Check this out. One. <laughs> that's the right. Two episodes of Marshall of and Hank. Together, they're roommates. Welcome to another episode of Marshall and Hank. On today's episode, to we back. find our heroes debating what to do with the greatest piece of technology ever created, a time machine. Let's listen. Yo, Hank Hill, we got this time machine from Paul Rosenberg. We gotta make the most of it. I say we head to the future, 
See what the world's like in 50 years. Oh man, I want to see the dinosaurs. Let's go back in time. <laughs> dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Shit. Come on, man. Think bigger. We got a time machine. We can see anything. Plus, if we go to the future, we can come back and make all the money we want. I don't care about money. I want to see the dinosaurs. <laughs> Fine. Let's settle this with fried paper scissors. On the count of three, shoot! Okay, Hank Hill? Okay, ready. Excuse me, gentlemen. Oh shit, it's Dr. Rickman. I couldn't help but overhear your plans. I strongly advise against using the time machine. The butterfly effect and chaos theory could have unforeseen consequences. Shut up, Rickman. <laughs> but thanks for your concern. We got this under control. Plus, what's the worst that could happen? We'll just come back if anything goes wrong. You, what'd he say? I urge you to reconsider. The consequences could be catastrophic. Yo, shut up, Rippin. We got this. One, two, three. Man straight, I win. We're going to see the dinosaurs. What? No way. There was a cheap shot, Hank Hill. Too bad. I call shotgun in the time machine. Tying, but I'm picking the time period. Jurassic my ass. <laughs> Gentlemen, please. I implore you <laughs> to reconsider. Thanks for the advice, mister. But we got this. Let's roll. Sit up, Rickman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You won't see us if we move around a lot. Wave your arms around like one of those things outside the car dealership. <laughs> Shoot her! Shoot her! Yeah, baby. <laughs> Will Marshall shoot down a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Will Hank Hill's moving around save him from certain death? <laughs> Stay tuned for these answers and more on the next episode of Marshall and Hank. Only on Scottcast. <laughs> Suddenly the doomsday clock is at 60 seconds. Try <laughs> <laughs> that Marshall and Hank have a time machine. <laughs> They invented that thing hoping to put that uh put more time on that clock, not less. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I, I, I think uh I it's not often I laugh at my own shit like a lot, <laughs> but for some reason, like like the part where Dick Hill's like <laughs> if if you move around a lot, it won't see you. <laughs> That always gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad sound design. I, I yeah, it, it sounded pretty good in these old these old headphones. It did the time machine. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you're thinking like zombies isn't gonna have good sound, you're sorely mistaken. That's right. That's right. So let's take a quick break.
And now it's time for current events. I want to get your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Um, 29-year-old arrested for faking her birth certificate so she could attend high school again. Is that a crime? <laughs> uh, it's it's a crime to fake your uh, age with uh, uh, fraudulent government documents. Okay. So th- the fact that she uh, faked her birth certificate to get in so she could be a mm. freshman, um, mm. that's that's the crime they're charging her for is faking the age. Okay. On a document. So, hmm. I mean, I've I've sometimes I've had like. Like, uh, like the thought, hey, knowing everything I know now, if I went back to like high school or something like that, I would like mop the floor with everybody. Yeah. I would just make everyone look like a total idiot. Cause if you ever talk to a high schooler, <laughs> <laughs> they're all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so like sometimes I have a little fantasy about just intellectually dominating everybody. Yeah. Pseudo-intellectualism. But, you know. A 29-year-old freshman, though, you think people would, like, it would be pretty obvious. Uh, the high schoolers that they interviewed were saying, like, yeah, she didn't look like a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, some people, like, they do look younger. Right. Constantly. But that's like a lot younger. That's like it's, yeah. <laughs> like how much is what's a freshman on the age wise? Like it's like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like just pubescent. Yeah, <laughs> that person just just got out of the womb practically. But uh, I mean, I, I I mean, still, would you go to would you go to like if you can like take a day like a fantasy island kind of situation mm-hmm. where it's like uh, you you take a weekend or a week. And like you're back in high school as you are now, like, like uh, not like as like an old guy, old guy, but, but uh, like my intellect, your intellect back into my teenage body. Yeah, and you could just like, you know, just run rampant on everybody's ego, mm-hmm. and like you know, uh, say all the things that you should have said back then. Mm. Ooh, skip, I don't know. Skip the classes you'd skip. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke the cigs. Skip all the classes. <laughs> yeah. Intellectually scar half the class. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's, uh, it probably would have saved me a lot of pain, but, uh, I don't know if that's like my, uh, my MO. No, oh, I mean, it's, I mean, whose MO is well, going back in know. time? <laughs> uh, it's not like, uh, I don't know. It would be, uh, it would be spiteful and vengeful and i don't think that's my my thing i don't know okay so i mean it would it would very much be (laughs) to inflict like (laughs) that's the only reason you would (laughs) if there was a reason yeah (laughs) you would never go to help someone (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know that i would have the power to help anyone even as like a a more intelligent version of myself. I would help myself, I suppose. That would would have been nice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd I'd go back and like, uh, yeah, I I would. I would try to course correct some things. Yeah. Like, 
this is lame. This is cool. Get into podcasting now. <laughs> you'll you'll be like one of ten podcasts out there. You'll be on the iTunes top ten list, and in twenty years, you'll have a Patreon with mm-hmm. forty thousand people just paying you five bucks a week to talk shit. Yeah, you know, I'd be worried about that uh, Marshall and Hank butterfly effect. Mm. I feel like I would would not be the person I am today if not for the struggles of high school. You know, do what they did and bring a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it's going to be. That's <laughs> the solution. <laughs> or move. Just move, move a lot. <laughs> it won't see you if you move a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> um... All right, all right. Do you think uh, this person should be uh, thrown in jail for faking her age and trying to do high school again? It's such a weird thing. It's a pretty victimless crime. Like, I could see faking your age to do nefarious things. Or, like, I mean, things. She, she did contact uh, some of the kids in the school and try to be friends with them, right? Uh, so it was maybe like, a little grooming situation. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, like you know, we're kind of ignoring it because it's a lady but you know ladies can be pedos too go on dust they your shoulders can. off yeah, yeah, yeah so um hmm i mean i guess the law is the law i don't know law is the law i mean i think of all things faking your birth certificate age is the least offensive right. <laughs> aspect of this yeah but they probably just didn't have it on the the, the old books yeah to uh you know, charge you for attending high school badly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something weird about it, for sure. Makes you wonder what what, what the deal was, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's clearly some sort of reliving the past situation, mm-hmm. trying to trying to recapture something or do something right or, or relive something even, just something that's already happened. Or right. Escaping your own life as a miserable almost 30-year-old. Yeah, I don't know. I was twenty nine. I I didn't have such a <laughs> such a time where I was like, let's I, go back to fifteen. Yeah, I don't understand people who peaked in high school and like glorify that. That's like <laughs> oof, goddamn. Yeah, like the further away you get from it, you're like, wow, man, <laughs> I ain't into that. So let's go on to the opposite side of the current event spectrum. Though. Yeah. Um. So. Let me know what you think. Well, I mean, I guess you want to know what, what, what this was be about. But a 116-year-old has been crowned the world's oldest person after a, their 118-year-old superior died. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that news crew coming up to you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the one person older than you is dead. <laughs> Give advice. Her advice was, uh, if you want to live long, stay away from toxic people. Mm. That's good advice. Do you do that? Do you stay away from toxic people? I try, yeah. I try, but then I look in the mirror. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean, stress definitely uh, takes a toll on the body. It does. It does. That's that's what toxic people do, the Mm -hmm. the people who uh, bring stress into your life when it's not necessary. You know, I try not to be so stressful to the people, the people around me, the people I love. Yeah. But to, but to the people I hate, it's like 
let's 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 be toxic. <laughs> <laughs> let's limit this person's time on earth mm-hmm. in a very passive way. <laughs> you know? So I guess that's that's so the you don't real. need push ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just be toxic. Just be clingy. <laughs> if there's a guy who's like 200 pounds trying to fight me, just be like, you're my best friend, aren't you? <laughs> Why don't you talk to me? <laughs> you know, I think you look better in a different color than this, this particular one. <laughs> what, what else do toxic people do? Let's get a list. Let's get a list of toxic traits going. What's a toxic trait to avoid? Um, just like being generally negative, like always uh, negative. Yeah, a constant naysayer, naysaying. Yeah, like for celebrating an accomplishment, like uh, you know. We met Kevin Smith and he, he endorsed zombies. Like, oh, did you finish the script yet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kevin Smith's washed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you. Let me enjoy this. Have you seen yoga hosers? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So avoid the negative, negative yeah. Nancy's. Yes. Or negative Nathan's. Right. As it were. Or negative Nestor's. There you go. Trying to come up with. <laughs> Uh, a wide variety of negative names. Um, what else should people avoid if you want to avoid toxic people? Um, a toxic trait that I don't like uh, is slipping people date rape drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely uh, like Bill Cosby. To the, to the toxic extreme, yeah. I would say Bill Cosby is toxic. <laughs> That's my... <laughs> Ooh, hot take. That's my hot take. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that is a bad thing. You should stay away from those type of toxic people. Also, murderers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Murdering is toxic. Especially if the murderer is targeting you. That will definitely shorten your life, yeah. You know what's also toxic? Mm. Genocide. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at genocide. <laughs> it's like murder plus, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just more murder. <laughs> Negative Nancy over here being like, you just saying the same thing, but more. <laughs> Maybe you're toxic. <laughs> Why don't you say some negative traits? <laughs> I'm coming up with all of these negative traits that I would say are worse than the thing you said. <laughs> For sure. All the things you said are worse. <laughs> I would take negative Nancy over Adolf Hitler any day. <laughs> Maybe this old person should think about that with her advice. <laughs> Fucking 116 year old. That's why I this this podcast episode is dedicated to that 118 year old yeah. who was fucking smart enough to not give that dumb advice. 118 year old was just like, just, just go away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how it should be. And that's how it is. Uh, what else we got? Do we have any, do we have any, um, uh, any, any stories from the hobbies? Mm. Any hobby stories? Hobbies. 
Haven't had a lot of time for hobbies this week. No, that's so depressing. It is. Work's been pretty uh, draining. Yeah, because you got to set pretty time. Toxic. It's a time. To- there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if according to this hundred sixteen year old, you should quit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that seems to be the trend, <laughs> which is why it's been stressful. Oh, uh, everyone else is quitting? A lot of turnover, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, when are we going to start that um, uh, Scott Cast hotline? Uh, you could charge people 20 bucks a minute mm-hmm. to give them life advice, because every time uh, you give me life advice, I mean, it's worth 20 bucks a minute. Yeah. I just don't pay you. She should. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> why don't you pay me? Uh, once we get the Patreon going yeah. again, yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, once we get, I mean, you're the director of zombies, so you're, yeah. you got, you got that, all that money coming your way. Once we get, once we get <laughs> all those funding, fat stacks, yeah. Those fat stacks of cash, you know, that Kevin Smith endorsement money. <laughs> all I got is Marshall and Hank. <laughs> we'll see if we can get that syndicated on CBS. But uh, yeah, we should we should get a we should get yourself a business started up, you know, mm-hmm. out of uh, out of your hobbies. Yeah, right. Because uh, entrepreneurship always comes from hobbies, in, in uh, the stories you hear about, at least. So like, uh, let's let's get you like, let's let's get you some work making uh, ominous soundtracks. Yeah, you know, uh, David Lynch is like ninety four. He's gonna need someone to help him out. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, send in your CV to David Lynch and uh, try to get hired. Did you see that? Uh, he stopped doing his daily posts. He, he's not doing the weather anymore? He stopped in like on like G- December 14th. Oh. He stopped doing the numbers and the and the weather. Damn. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, I checked out the David Lynch Theater because I wanted to know what the weather was like mm-hmm. in, in, in L.A., and uh, he hasn't posted in a long time. So I went to the last one and like all the comments are like mourning. <laughs> they're like, they're despondent. Yeah. They they can't handle, they can't handle life without the daily David Lynch. Mm-hmm. But, which makes sense though. He did it during the pandemic. Right. Probably as a way to kill time and do things. Mm-hmm. And now he can do other stuff. <laughs> and now he, <laughs> someone told him the pandemic's over. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, (laughs) he lit a cigarette. Yeah. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, I mean, yeah, hopefully as sad as that is, that's a sign of uh, bigger things to come from David Lynch. Right. He's probably going to make a movie. Yeah. Some sort, you know, so there you go. You should be hired as his sound guy. (laughs) I mean... I wouldn't be uh, confident in being able to do that, but if he would have me, I would uh, be on board. You don't need to have, first off, stop. Stop. It's toxic to yourself. It's self toxicus. Yeah. To say you can't do it and you're not confident. I don't know if I'm qualified because I've never done this before. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit more logical here, a little bit more normative. Um, so who cares? I mean, is David Lynch qualified? He is about intuition. Yeah, and maybe just talk about your dreams. That's what I got. Yeah, You're like I had a I had a dream where <laughs> where a duck was walking down the street, and behind the duck was a rat, <laughs> and this rat was pregnant, and the duck turned around to the rat, and it gave birth in the middle of the street. 
And that's what this song's about. Yeah. <laughs> it's 20 minutes long. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that would be yeah. exactly what you need to do. Maybe. Or start or start a, or do the Scott Cast therapy line, but my main thing is it's like, you know, all these kids that you're doing therapy for, they're all toxic. Yeah. And the old person says, "Get away from that." It's a lot of high school kids, and we've established that they're dumb as fuck. They're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dumb fuck! That's to all the high school listeners out there. <laughs> You're a dumb fuck! <laughs> you oily bitch! Because they got pimples. Right. So, if you were an oily bitch... You oily bitch! And you don't like that... <laughs> we've got something for you. We've got something for you. You know what we've got? Athletic Greens. You know how many vitamins and minerals and uh, other supplements that Athletic Greens has in one scoop? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Every single fucking one of them. That's right. Fuck me. Fuck yeah. You know, uh, we need a, we should we should have some sweet music for this. I don't know if I got any. <laughs> That's not it. Vivaldi's <laughs> <laughs> <Of> fucking. <laughs> He's on that Athletic Greens. Um. So yeah. If you want to get some athletic greens, go to the scottcast.com forward slash AG. That's the letters A and the letter G. Mm -hmm. And uh, get yourself a bit. And that sends me money that would otherwise be going to athletic greens. Nice. And apparently I've uh, been sitting on two coupons that I haven't even thought about using yet. Because the way it, the way this referral program works is it gives, they give me coupons, mm -hmm. little discount codes yeah. every time someone... Uh, makes a purchase of Athletic Greens through our link, the scottcast.com forward slash AG. Mm -hmm. And I got to apply that. I'm going to do it manually. Gotcha. And they don't just send me a check in the mail. Yeah. Although they should. I mean, they heard our fucking broadcast. <laughs> you know? You oily bitch. So, Athletic Greens, the scottcast.com forward slash AG. Do, uh, do you get your vitamins and minerals? How do you How do you do it? Um, Food. Okay, but like, is it difficult? Sometimes, yeah. I was uh, vitamin D deficient last uh, time I went to the doctor. That's right. And it's uh, it's been pretty gray winter, so probably having some of that again, that might be why I'm so tired. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, if you get yourself a lifetime supply, of, not lifetime supply, if you get yourself an order <laughs> of <laughs> athletic greens, you know what that comes with when you first order? A year's supply of vitamin D. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and a little dropper. All you have to do is a little drop mm -hmm. right under your tongue. And and trust me, you'll be tripping on D. Nice. You'll be like D-sufficient. <laughs> you'll be walking around. You will be the D, mm -hmm. you know? You can take like a whole dropper full and like you'll be too much D, you know? Yeah. It'll be that sneaky D. Don't you want sneaky D in you? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does either. He he, he wants uh, he wants the AI boobs. Yeah. Um. So that's that. I think that does it for our episode today. Did I did I miss anything? Any updates? Um. I mean, I think covered. Did we did we hit all the? Uh... Let's see. Let's let's try to let's just ramp run through the ones we haven't done. Um. Sports for drink. Travel. Um, well, we're going to Livonia? 
<laughs> for yeah. Astronomicon 6. I think that counts. Sure. That counts as travel. We're going out of town. And we should be doing more out of town things. We should. You know, we should be bringing, do more ScoutCast on the field. Yeah. You know, we can do ScoutCast. That could be a way we increase our audience. We'll go, we'll do ScoutCast on the field. We'll go to like local businesses mm -hmm. and uh, we'll interview the proprietor and we'll try to pimp their products or something like that. And then we'll come back and talk about it. And uh, they'll pimp us on their social meds and we'll pimp them on our social meds and it'll be a mutual pimping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it will be great. It'll be a win-win and we'll both get famous. Uh, so there we go. That's travel. We're traveling around. You got anything? Um, nothing interesting. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I've been so focused on self-development that I haven't done anything story-worthy. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's a that's a that's a characteristic of great artists, honestly. Mm. And maybe that's who we are because we're so focused on like our our work and on making things. Yeah, but like, like if you talk to a really good artist, like a lot of the time their lives are really kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Like if you hang out with them and stuff, cause like what they do is they just work on their stuff and, and they, and they eat food <laughs> right. and they drink maybe uh, they'll go outside for, for their vitamin D and then they'll go right mm -hmm. back in and, and work. And that's, that's, that's just what happens. Like they don't really have so many personal stories, you know? I feel like I was trying to think of personal stories today. Um, and I guess I got to thinking about, personal development too um <clears throat> for some reason i i took the perspective of my cats <laughs> you're just zoning out you're like what if i was a cat <laughs> yeah. and i was like man like boris he's uh he's got the life man boris is the one who's the king of the castle yeah he he gets whatever he wants you know, he could have any food he wants. He he just wants the crunchies. <laughs> He's good with that. All right. Um, but like everybody loves Boris. He gets the snuggles when he wants the snuggles. He gets to go where he wants to go. He's very well behaved. Um like he's he's got a pretty easy good good indoor cat life. Yeah. And I think he's pretty satisfied for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um but he really wants to be close with Babs. Mm. And she's like still becoming an indoor cat. Babs is probably PTSD'd from like yeah. having rats like try to mount her. Right. Stuff like that. So like he's always like trying to get close with her. And she's like sometimes tolerates it and sometimes like get the fuck away from me. Mm -hmm. And like... He's just got a look when she, like, doesn't want him around, you know? He's, like, just the... He's got the this de despondent. Dejected, yeah. Like that's, the, that's the full drama of his life. Yeah. You're witnessing at that point, like, the nadir of his existence. Exactly. He's in a blackest pit. He's, like, one of those high schoolers that, like, <laughs> haven't had experience in life, and, like, their girlfriend dumps them, and, like, they're jumping off a bridge. Yes. <laughs> that's what... That's Boris at that moment. And yeah, imagining myself in Boris's shoes, like, 
every other part of his life would be fucking rad. But he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. Doesn't even and I wonder if that's part of our existence is that we just kind of latch on to like what's what's not there, what could be. Yeah, we're always what's, striving. That's what's holding us back. Or maybe it's what drives us forward. I don't know. It's an endless reaching towards yeah. some ideal. Yeah. That's life. That's 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 the life in our modern existence. Mm-hmm. You know, we we can't just be peasants tilling the tilling the earth, saying our prayers and waiting to die. No, not in this life. In this life, we are constantly looking for the next glorious moment, the next shining beacon of truth mm-hmm. and justice, the next mm, jewel. And that's what that's that's what Boris symbolizes to me. Yeah. He's got everything, but he just wants something else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The great Boris. So I guess that's a metaphor for like humanity or uh, I don't know. That's that's the most personal my story could be. Yeah. It's like about my cat. <laughs> about your cat. And it really is about everyone. <laughs> so it's like, very impersonal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's as impersonal as it gets. But you know what? I count that. And that, that, that's all of it, man. So uh, what have we learned today? That we are, again, the most nutritious podcast around. That's right. Most complete. Like AG. Yeah. The scottcast.com forward slash AG. Buy that shit. <laughs> We've had a few people buy it. I've had a few coupons applied. And uh, I get I, I hear from the grapevine that uh, it's, it's the most uh, life-changing purchase anybody's ever made. Wow. You know? We haven't uh, gotten the email bags about the wiener cleaner yet, though. No, no wiener cleaner emails. <laughs> no photo attachments or anything of the sort. So, uh, you know, go to the scottcast.com forward slash wiener cleaner, see what that's about. <laughs> uh, what else did we learn? We learned uh, that Marshall and Hank are back. Yeah. You know, I think that's my favorite thing about life right now. Is the existence of Marshall and Hank, and uh, it, it was between the first episode and the second episode, it was like two years, mm-hmm. and between the second episode and the third episode was like fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's expect something a little bit more regular for Adam Marshall and Hank with that news. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think uh, I think that's going to be. We're going to make a fortune with this place. That's going to be. <laughs> But really launches this thing, man. If not Kevin Smith's endorsement or talking to local business owners. Yeah. Um, we talked a lot about time. We did. Aging. Going back in time. Back in age. Going forward in age. Looking back. End of times. To the end of times. Wow. We actually did a We jumped around with time a lot yeah. today. Time was a kind of a big deal for us. I should have done all that uh, time travel posting went this episode right (laughs) (laughs) that would have made sense and no wonder you're extinct so we don't know what we're talking about uh why don't you lead us out man all right uh thanks Hear from us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. We bid the adieu. See you later, Scottcastigators. 
All hail Skarkass! Glory be to Skarkass! Woo! Oh my god! La concha de la lora!